Hypocrisy's the best policy. Wish for change, but lazily. Century of debilitation. Your evolution is a damnation. You know what that music means. What's going on, everybody? It's your boy Trav, aka Five Minute Major, and welcome to HV Pucks Presents Where Are They Now? Sponsored by Peck Skate Shop, located at 31 Lake Street in White Plains. Pex has been meeting all of your hockey, figure, and inline skating needs since 1936. Give them a call today at 914 949 0579 or visit them online anytime at www.pexskateshop.com. You know, one of the things I enjoy the most about hosting this podcast is when I get to sit down with players, coaches, parents, and fans to talk pucks. I recently chatted with Ryan Fugue. Uh, Ryan graduated Suffern High School and is now playing as a member of the New England Wolves in the EHLP up in New Hampshire. Enjoy. Hey, what's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Trav, a.k.a. 5-Minute Major, and I'm pleased to be joined by Ryan Fugue. Ryan is a graduate of Suffern High School. Actually, if you go back and look at Pelham's record from the year they won states, they were 25-1. and That one loss came at the hands of Ryan and the Suffern Mounties. I want to say Pelham outshot Suffern 50-18, to and Ryan stood tall, and it was a 2-0 victory by the Mounties. Um... You know, which is super impressive and kind of sticks with me to this day. He is currently uh, playing for the New England Wolves of the EHLP up in New Hampshire, and he has taken some time out of his day to chat with me. Ryan, thank you so much. How's it going? It's going great here. It's my pleasure to be on. I love the show. Oh, listen, thank you so much for taking the time, and the pleasure is absolutely all mine. I know you and I didn't work directly together i worked with your sister jessica please send her my best but anytime i get to see a kid that i have a connection to or i have a connection to the family like making it happen after graduation giving back doing their thing and having success it it just means the world to me there's no better feeling in than that as an educator um let's jump right into it ryan can you talk to us a little bit about your hockey journey since graduating suffering yeah, well, it, it wasn't exactly how I planned it to be. Obviously, everyone just wants to get right into the junior level and go at the, the highest team that they can. Um, last year, I played 18U in the USPHL, and now I'm playing EHLP. Um, it's definitely been an uphill battle. Didn't have the greatest year last year, but this year's looking a lot better, and it, it's it's hopefully... The better days are in front of me. Yeah, you know, I think it's important to note um, that not everybody's journey is the same. You know, some kids go right from graduation, they go off to college, and they play club. I've interviewed a couple of kids that are playing at the club level. Other kids like you maybe bounce around a little bit. They're trying to find the right program, the right fit. So I just think it's critical that anybody who listens to these interviews knows that whatever works for Ryan may not work for them or whatever works for them may not work for you. So, you know, everybody has a path. Everybody has hopefully a plan um, and they, they can pursue their dreams and, and find, you know, find ultimate success. Um, 
This is going to sound like a silly question and an obvious one, but I love hearing the answers um, when I ask it. Biggest difference between playing high school and playing in the, the league that you're in now at the junior level? Um, I definitely think the biggest difference is everyone can shoot the puck, everyone can skate, everyone, every goaltender is good. There's hmm. not really um, a bad player in any league that you go to out of high school. R- right. There- you never really find a team running one line and three defensemen. Usually they'll find teams running three full lines and at least five defensemen. It's And their goalies are all pretty good goalies. I, right. I think that's pretty much a staple in most teams uh, out of high school. Right, and I would also agree that, you know, you, you certainly should consider yourself to be one of those top goalies. Um, you know, because I follow your stats, I follow your stuff on <laughs> social media, of course, and your mom always updates me on how you're doing. Um, yeah. Can you give me or give us your thoughts on the Wolves' season so far? Uh, we've definitely had a great season so far. We're 22-5 and five right now, I believe. Wow, I would say that's a good season. The organization uh, record is 26 wins in a season, and we're only at the Christmas break, so wow. we're hoping to smash that and just keep going all the sure, way. Sure. Bring them their first championship. It's it's looking like it's going to be a successful season. Okay, yeah, listen, with stats like that, you know, you hope that 2019, the good vibes and the positivity just keep rolling in the right direction. Um, what's the one thing you miss, Ryan, the most about playing high school hockey? Something that you probably won't get anywhere unless you're playing, obviously, in, like, top tier one USHL or pretty good NAHL teams. Um, Definitely the fans. Okay. You don't really get a lot of fan sections. It's usually just the billet parents for the teams and maybe their kids. You definitely miss having, like, people cheer a lot for you when when you come out for the ice, when you score a goal. Um, That's definitely something I miss. Yeah, I I would agree. Regardless of whether you're playing juniors like you are, whether you're playing club, or whether you're at another stage in your development, regardless of who I talk to, players, all former high school players, always say you cannot replicate, you cannot repeat the feeling that you get for of playing in front of friends, family, community, playing with your classmates. I mean, I don't have to tell you, Ryan. Anytime I hear Crazy Train, I'm instantly brought back to like the late '80s. At Sportorama, where I grew up in suffering, going to the games, um, it just brings you back into that that time because there are very few places like Sportorama. And I ask players, as you probably know all the time, toughest rink to play in, and nine times out of ten, they're saying it's Sporto. So it really is a special place to play hockey in a town like Suffering and to play in an, an arena like sporto where the fans really do come out so i'm not surprised with your answer at all um and again ryan you played the game uh, you were an integral part of the success of the mounties um but obviously you know we've got mamaronek winning in 2016 pelham in 2017 john jan north rockland making those runs scarsdale made those runs so in your opinion how is the state of hockey in the hudson valley like how would you describe it I definitely think it's gotten a lot more competitive since my freshman year of high school to where we are now six years later. Um, I definitely think other programs have stepped up their game and their teams are all competing for the top seeds in the the Hudson Valley, but I'm definitely happy to see uh, Suffering still up there. Currently ranked, I think, number two in this state. Yes, as a matter of fact, right now they are number two. Uh, Mayapak's also within the top. Uh, 15, I want to say they're at like 14 right now. And then there's at least three teams in D2. I know it's Pelham, John Jay, and Horace Greeley. 
And, uh, you know, again, when you look at, and the reason why I referenced uh, Pelham's record is because I do spend an awful lot of time at the Ice Hutch. And every time I'm, I'm there, I was there recently for uh, a game, but I was there also for a tournament. Edwitz uh, has hosted a 21-team tournament, Ryan, and I would say out of the 21 teams, at least 9, if not 10, came from the Albany area or came from the Buffalo area to play downstate teams, which is something that you really never heard about, at least when I was in high school. The only time those upstate teams would come down is if they had to for regionals or for other things. So the fact that they're making the trip down here on the regular just, I think, speaks volumes to how much the sport has grown in our area. Um, can you describe for us a typical day in your life now because you're doing the whole billet thing and living up in uh, New Hampshire? Um, yeah, it's usually, um, I'll get up around 7.30, get to the rink by 8. Okay. Uh, I have all-day practice, usually two de- uh, two ice sessions, um, some video workout. Um, one day a week we have yoga. One day a week we have um, counseling with our, like, uh, advisor for the team to help us mentally and everything sure uh, and usually yeah, it's usually around eight to three every day then i'll get home i'll hang out with my uh billet brothers my roommates um and eat some uh, eat some dinner go to bed start over the next day how many roommates do you have or billet brothers do you have ryan i have uh two roommates okay um they're both from vermont okay so uh, different experience than sure. hearing about me from Downstate New York, and sure. I'm from Hillbilly, Vermont. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny how they think of you. Um, if there's one thing you found while away, and again, I'm interested to hear your response because you are living in New Hampshire. Is there one thing that you found while away, like a type of food or maybe a particular restaurant that you cannot get back home? And if so, what is it? I honestly can't say that I have found anything up there that. I can't find back here. Mm-hmm. Um, there's not, uh, it's a small town. There's not really a lot of, um, like big name, uh, restaurants. Sure. There's usually like you have your McDonald's, you have your Taco Bell, but there really isn't any, um, diversity in the restaurants. I'll say, Is so there... I, I pretty much find any of the food I find up there down here. So I'm not missing much. Is there a little spot though, that maybe you guys go to after the dub? As a team, or maybe you and your billet brothers will order uh, from. There's one. Uh, there's one bar and grill called the 405 up there. Okay. They, they usually have um, some pretty cheap and good wings. Okay. Um, but yeah, I'd say that's the spot that most of the players go to. All right, I can roll with that. I, I'm, a, I'm a wing fan myself. I had 102 when I was in high school at Sutter's, but that's <laughs> a story for another day. Um, and I'm sure you've 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 played for different teams. You've played for different programs. You've worked with a bunch of different people in this game. Is there a piece of advice that you received regarding playing hockey post high school that maybe kind of stuck with you more so than others? Um, well, as I said before, the, with the biggest difference in that everyone can skate, everyone can shoot, every goalie can stop the puck. It's not about the big uh, picture in hockey anymore. It's about how hard you work and your work ethic. Huh. If you work hard, if you put in the time, you will get results back and you will make it to wherever you were supposed to make it, whether it be a club team, NCAA team, you'll make it there eventually if you just put the work in. I like that. Sound advice, words to live by, not just for hockey, but certainly for life in general. Um, For those players who are listening, um, and again, you've kind of touched on this in your other answers, but is there anything else you can tell them about life after high school in terms of playing hockey is concerned? I mean, obviously, you know, have have a plan, have goals, 
you know, work hard. Is there anything else you want them to, to take away from this interview with? Yeah, um, it's definitely um, been an experience playing away from home and mm-hmm. out of high school. Mm-hmm. I definitely say that you're going to experience being down mm-hmm. and you're going to experience failure, but you have to work past that and push yourself to be even better than that. Because hmm. failure is only a, a roadblock and you're going to get past it eventually. And when you do, you're going to have bigger and greater things ahead of you. You know, I really like everything that you're all about. I love your answers, so I can't wait for this to be released so other people can hear what you have to say. All right, let's do a little rapid fire as we wrap up here, Ryan. Bagel Boys versus Bagel Train. Definitely Bagel Train. Nice. And I don't know if it's a generational thing because you said Bagel Train, Johnny Briggs said Bagel Train, however, Nick Modica said Bagel Boys. And I know Nick's a tad bit older, but... Again, yeah. it's it's almost like the Apple versus Android. Like I'm of the <laughs> ilk that use what you like, like what you use. If you like Bagel Train bagels, go to Bagel Train. If you like Bagel uh, Bagel Boys, go to Bagel Boys. They're both good, you know. But they're just they're they're a little bit of a different taste. Um, Dunkin' versus Starbucks. Uh, definitely Dunkin'. Okay, very good, good answer. I'm not a huge fan of like the caramel frappa macchiato, whatever those things are. You know, I just want a cup of coffee. You know, I don't want to have to, you know, spend five minutes ordering my drink um, or spend $50 on a cup of coffee either. Um, When you're eating wings, when you're eating at the 405 after a dub, are you into the drumsticks or the flats? The drumsticks. Hmm. Flats are too much effort. Really? See, I think the drumsticks are almost too much effort. But to each his own. Listen, there was a time where I was all about the drumsticks and... (laughs) Uh, actually Chili's, I think used to have an appetizer, which was just a bowl of the drumsticks. Um, but now when I go to B dubs to watch a game and hang out, I order just a tray of flats, which people don't always know about. You can tell the server, just give me a tray of flats. I bet you, Ryan, if you went, you could say, just give me a tray of drumsticks and you probably, yeah. probably have to pay a few extra bucks cause I do, but it's well worth it to get what you want. Um, favorite pizza topping. Uh, definitely barbecue chicken. Jeez, you're another one with this. You kids with the barbecue chicken, the buffalo chicken. Briggsy said the same thing, and then um, Modica said buffalo chicken. When I was a kid, you walked into a pizzeria. They had pepperoni, sausage, mushroom, maybe meatball. Now you walk in, it's bacon ranch and buffalo this and parmesan that. And the one place by me, they deep fry the slices. It's crazy. They bread them almost like a mozzarella stick. Then they dump the whole darn thing into the fryer. Which is outrageous. I haven't had it, but uh, okay. To each his own. Um, most embarrassing song on your playlist? Um, I'm a big Cars guy. Sure. Cars, so uh, Life is a Highway is a big one. Okay. All right. Listen, that's actually a pretty apropos tune too, because you know, you, hockey's taking you on an interesting journey. Um, yeah. I have a, I, you know, I, I will. I'll admit it to you, and I'll admit it to all the listeners. I have some Kesha on my playlist. I have some Britney Spears on my playlist. You know, I'm not I'm not embarrassed to admit it. Every now and then I like a little Kesha. I like a little Britney. Um, most embarrassing on-ice moment from either your suffering days, your junior days, your peewee days. Um, well, it actually happened this season. Okay. I'll say it's my most embarrassing moment. Okay. Uh, I stopped the puck in the corner all the way along the boards. Mm-hmm. And I had so many options that I could have done with the puck. Right. But... My bright idea was I'm going to give a gentle pass right up the middle of the ice to the other team for him basically just <laughs> tap into an open net because uh, there's no way I was going to get back uh, to the net. The I don't know what I was doing, but 
it, it was definitely embarrassing. That is definitely embarrassing, Ryan. That's every Tendy's worst nightmare, I think. Um, either that or like falling asleep and just, you know, taking like the guy shoots it from his other blue line that goes in. Yeah. Um, I know the answer to this next question. I'm going to ask it anyway, even though it pains me to hear your response. Favorite professional hockey team? Definitely the New York Islanders. I know. If anybody yeah. looks at your Instagram or your Twitter, they're going to tell right away, which is fine. You know, again, it's your team. Root for your team. Support your team. Favorite professional hockey player? Um, right now, I have a high respect for the Anaheim Ducks goalie, John Gibson. Sure, sure. I love his game. He's definitely never had a, a – he's always had a mediocre team in front of him. Yep. But he's always had amazing stats. Yep. Yeah, no, I like Gibson. I like the American tendies. I actually ordered for Christmas. Actually, I got from Santa. Uh, Santa brought me a Connor Hellebuck jersey, which I love. That's uh, a nice one. He's good. He's and really the, good. the and the and I'm sure because you watch a lot of the games too. The kid that stepped in in Jonathan Quick's absence, that Peterson kid. Yeah, Cal Peterson. Yeah, is he American or is he Canadian? Are you not sure? I don't know off the top of my head. He was lights. He, he was lights out. But he was he's. He's pretty good. And again, a guy like Quick, and it happens to everybody. You know, a guy get you get you get banged up, you slow down. And actually, was it? I think it was Nick yesterday um, when we spoke said that there's always going to be a younger guy. There's always going to be a guy coming up, you know, behind you to replace you. So you know, use that kind of as a drive. And that just goes to show you. Like I thought, the Kings were going to be done for. And I'm not saying they're going to make the playoffs, but when that Peterson kid stepped in, I mean, it was like. I mean, it was unbelievable what was happening. So I've been chatting with Ryan Fugue. Um, Ryan is currently up in New Hampshire playing for the New England Wolves of the EHLP. Uh, he is a proud Suffern Mountie. And again, anytime you visit the Ice Hutch, and I know Ed Witts is going to be annoyed with me for saying this, anytime you go to the Ice Hutch and you see that big Pelham Championship banner and you see the record of 25-1, and one, that one loss came at the hands of my man here on the other end of this call. Uh, the Pelicans outshot the Mounties 50-18. to 18. Ryan stood on his head and uh, got the job done. So, Ryan, best of luck to you and your family as 2019 approaches. I hope you eclipse that record of 26 and whatever with the Wolves. And uh, best of luck with you on the rest of your journey, my friend. Thank you so much. It's been a pleasure talking to you. Uh, the pleasure was all the pleasure was all mine, my friend. This is your boy Trav, and you're listening to HV Pucks presents. Where are they now? Uh, hello there. Uh, this is uh, Happy Gilmore, and uh, you're listening to the HV Pucks podcast. Available for free download on Google Play, iTunes, SoundCloud, and Stitcher. Now back to the show. I hope you enjoyed this episode of HV Pucks Presents, Where Are They Now? And if you are a former high school hockey player from the Hudson Valley and would like to be on the show, please tweet me at TravJack71. You can also find me on Instagram at 5 underscore min underscore major. This is your boy Trav, a.k.a. 5 Minute Major, and I'll see you at the rink.